Guys that are really good and, and, and they normally take this step by their third year, Skip, you've heard a lot of people say this, by their third year. As a Hemi for arm. Stepping up middle of the field. First down and more. Josh Allen weaving to the end zone. Touchdown, Buffalo. Allen, end zone shot. Got a man. Caught for the touchdown. He's a real threat. Down in the red zone, wherever. What's going on, everybody? It is Eli Fox, and I am back with some more Bills-related talk. Today is not too Bills-related because there's nothing Bills-related going on. But before I go any further into this episode, I wanted to say thank you to Vince for the fire intro and outro that he put together for me. Um, this completed my podcast, so thank you so much, Vince. Um, I know you're listening, so I wanted to at least give you a shout-out and say thank you for that. Um, and then to shout out the rest of my Built in Buffalo brothers, I wanted to say check out all of the awesome content that we have um, on all different platforms. You can listen to podcasts every single day of the week on any streaming platform uh, that goes for Google, that goes for Spotify and Apple Music. Um, list, watch stuff on the YouTube channel. Uh, Justice just dropped a fire new video about Josh Allen. Um, so go head over to YouTube, check that out. Um, you will not be disappointed. And if you are ever in the car, if you are sitting by a cup of coffee, uh, in the gym, doing whatever, please throw on one of our podcasts because you will not be disappointed. Um, and yeah, so check out BIB, uh, podcast network anywhere you can and the YouTube channel and make sure you follow us on Twitter. But uh, and actually, I got one more thing. I wanted to say happy 716 day because today, the day that I'm recording this, it is 716 day. So to all my Buffalonians out there, happy 716 day. Um, but without further ado, let's hop into this episode. I'm going to be talking about what makes an MVP. I've got a whole bunch of bullet points to go through. These bullet points are basically what I think you know, constitutes an MVP, the things that I look at to gauge if I think that this person should win the MVP. Um, and at the end of it, I might say who I think should have been the MVP or if I thought they picked the right MVP. So stay tuned until the end. And also at the end, I will go into the tweet bank as I usually do when I do not have a guest. Um, and I will see what Twitter's 
thoughts are. Um, usually, I mean, these people that replied really only gave like one thing, so it'll be quick. Um, but I want to get everyone else's thoughts out there. So let's hop into this episode. What makes an MVP? So what makes an MVP? Let's start with the first bullet point, value. This one might kind of seem obvious because value or valuable is in the acronym of MVP, most valuable player. But how valuable is the player to this team? Are they imperative to the team's success? And do they have ability to win you games single-handedly? These are the questions that I ask myself within this uh, value category. Um, Is this player extremely valuable? Can you look at this one player, take them off that team, and the team will be a completely different team without that guy? You know, you think about guys like Mahomes, Rodgers, and Allen. They're great examples of this. You know, you take either of these guys off of the team that they're on, and they instantly get a little bit worse or extremely bad. I think if you take Josh Allen off of this team, that takes that the offense would take a serious nosedive. Uh, you take Aaron Rodgers off of the Packers, and that offense would take a serious dive. I think the only offense, um, like I think the Chiefs' offense, could kind of withstand maybe a little bit because they have so many weapons, um, and the Bills do too. But like the Packers don't have many weapons at all, and that's kind of why. Um, Rodgers wants out you know uh, they are lacking weapons seriously and if Rodgers is not on that team the Packers could seriously be in QB purgatory and I do not think Jordan Love is the guy that is going to take them out of QB purgatory they've been very very lucky with quarterbacks in the past what like 30 years and even before Brett Favre uh, they had like maybe like a 10-year time where they didn't have Bart Starr and it was like the Packers have always had a good quarterback. So maybe it's time that they enter purgatory like the Bills did for the past 20-some-odd years um, uh, and get a little taste of what it's like to have no idea the direction of your team because you have no quarterback. So let's move on to the next bullet point that I've got, leadership on and off the field. I think this is really, really important to an MVP. I think that you know, how they handle themselves in the locker room during practice and in, during in-game situations is so important to the way that you have to pick an MVP. You know, you can't have some, like, egotistical douche on your team be the MVP because that's not value to your team. Someone that has no confidence, has no leadership ability, has no confidence in the rest of the team, you know, those types of guys aren't valuable. You no matter how good that that person is, if they have a large ego and the rest of the team, uh, you know, doesn't see them as a a leadership figure, then, then they're not an MVP in my opinion. Um, Also, are they, are they well liked in the organization and are they able to breed confidence, confidence throughout the rest of the team? This is so important to an MVP, you know, Uh, the, the, the rest of the team has to be confident in this guy. The best example of this is Josh freaking Allen, dude. He, every single player on the Bills will ride to the death for Josh Allen. Every single time. You know, every, every, before every game last year, we would hear Cole Beasley go, I love you, Josh Allen. Like, I love that because it was a perfect example of, you know, th- this guy, Cole Beasley, will go to war for Josh Allen. He literally loves Josh Allen. 
Stephon Diggs only has good things to say about Josh Allen. Uh, you know, the whole offensive line, they love Josh Allen. Uh, so that is something, you know, that, that is super important to an MVP. Um, and I think it's one of the biggest reasons why, why I think that Josh Allen can win an, the, an MVP or two or three in the future because the guys that he's playing with will go to bat for him every single day of the week, every single Sunday, Thursday, Saturday, Monday, whenever they play, they will go to war for him. And you saw that in the AFC Championship game when John Feliciano was acting like, you know, Josh Allen's bodyguard uh, because, you know, he's got feelings for Josh. He, he, he loves his quarterback and he's going to do whatever he's got to do to protect his ass. So I love that part of, you know, the Bills locker room and Josh Allen and the fact that he's such a good leader and he instills so much confidence and, um, it, you know, confidence in his guys that they will, they will go to bat for him. So I love that. And that leadership is a huge part. And I think it's really overlooked um, in the MVP conversation. Uh, you, usually people just look at stats and production um, and that's not at all it. That is not what makes a really valuable player to an organization, to a team, to a group of guys, to an offense, to a defense, you know, it, leadership is a massive part of that. That's why people preach leadership from the youngest ages, you know, you know, like, so if, if you're playing little league, leadership is a huge part of that. If you're playing pop Warner football, middle school football, uh, early high school, late high school, every, every sport, you know, preaches to be a good leader to, to, even if you're not like a vocal leader to be a guy that leads by example um, and not to get yourself into trouble. So like the younger people, the, the rookies, the, the freshmen, the, the, the fifth graders, you know, those guys look up to the older guys and um, can see these people as good leaders. And I think that even though Josh Allen is young on this team, the young guys can look up to Josh and even the veterans can, you know, look up to Josh in a way. So that's a very important part to me. Um, so let's move on though. Team success is also an important part. The only way you can be considered an MVP is if your team is also as great or almost as great as you are. Uh, you got to be in the playoffs and you got to make some noise in the playoffs. Uh, you can't go 500 and think you're going to win MVP because no matter your value, you may not be producing team wins. And that's, you know, bottom line, that's what MVPs do. They, they get you W's. Uh, if your guy, say, say it's Josh Allen, you know, say he wasn't, say we didn't go 13 three and we went, you know, nine and six last year or, or nine and seven, whatever it is. Um, he wouldn't have been as highly, you know, as high up in the MVP race as he was because he wasn't producing team wins. You know, your team's got to win. Your team's got to be on the radar. Your team's got to be up, you know, up in the top of the playoff standings. Um, and, and when you get to the playoffs, you got to win some fucking games. Like you can't go to the playoffs, lose in the first round. And you're, you know, you're not going to be MVP. Even the MVP of last year made it to the NFC championship game. Did he win that game? No, but he did make it. Um, and, you know, that, that, that I think that you, know, you just leave it at that. You know, your team has to be good to be considered an MVP. You're not going to be an MVP if your team's 500 or worse or even a little bit above 500. You got to make the playoffs. You got to make some noise. Bottom line. So let's move on, though. Consistency. Can you do this week in and week out? Are your lows rebounded, meaning 
can you have a bad game and bounce back to an elite level and then stay at that elite level? You know, you can't have a bad game, uh, you know, have a bad couple games and then stay down, stay low and get, you know, be hard on yourself and, and not pick it back up to that elite level. You can have a bad game in an MVP season, but you also have to be able to have that bad game, realize what you did wrong, and then make the correct changes to, you know, get back to that MVP standard. So let me get back to where I, yeah. To win the MVP, the entire body of work needs to be there. If you're inconsistent, you'll never be considered an MVP. And I think last year there was a perfect example of that. Russell Wilson had an electric first, what, six, seven, eight games. And he was the front runner for MVP, like undoubtedly the front runner of the, for the MVP. And then after he played Buffalo during that, like kind of like right in the middle of the season, after that, he was nothing close to what he was in the first half of the season. And he completely dropped out of the MVP race. So you can't have a half of a good season. You know, you have to stay consistent throughout the entire season. That's the hardest part about being an MVP. You can't just, you can't have bad games. Uh, you, you, you have to be batting a thousand, basically. Uh, you have to be week in and week out putting out your best effort and putting out your best numbers because without that, you're really not going to be considered an MVP. So let's move on to confidence. Do you have the confidence in yourself and in your teammates? Uh, this is another imperative part of an MVP because if you're confident in your game, you'll play significantly better. And if you're confident in your teammates, that breeds a great culture and a winning team. Um, so the confidence part of it is really important, and I really like this part of it, um, at least for the way that I gauge MVPs, uh, because I like a little swag factor in my MVPs. I think you know, I think that Aaron Rodgers has that. I think that Josh Allen has that. Mahomes has that. Um, Tom Brady even has that. Uh, people that have won the MVP. Uh, you know, like back in the day, Adrian Peterson the only running back to win an MVP in the past 10 years, 11 years, he had a swag factor to him. He was a beast and he knew it. Um, so you have to be confident in yourself. You don't have to be arrogant. You don't have to be cocky about it, but you have to be confident about it. Um, so I think that's another reason why Josh Allen has such a good chance of being an MVP in his career. Um, he's, he's so confident in his game. From the second that he stepped on an NFL, on an NFL football field, He's been confident in his game. He was confident at Wyoming. He made no changes to his confidence coming into the NFL. And he, you know, being confident, I think, you know, led him down this linear um, path of progression because if he wasn't confident in himself, he could have got down on himself after that pretty, pretty bad rookie year. But he didn't. He went back. He got back to work. He got in the lab, and he did the things he had to do to get right and get better. And then in his second year, he got better. Uh, but he wasn't peak form. And after his second year, he worked on more things that he, had to, he, that he knew he had to get better at. Got better at those. Had a historic year for a Bills quarterback and had his best year by far. And I don't think anything will change heading into his fourth season. He is a guy that is confident in himself. He's confident in his work ethic. Um, and that confidence, you know, it, it bleeds out to the rest of the team. So I think that other guys on this team are confident because he's confident. You don't want a quarterback back there 
seeing ghosts. Like, you know, like Sam Darnold says, you know, you don't want a guy like that that's really unconfident in his game, that is almost scared to make plays. Um, that, that, that then, you know, just as much as confidence can breed confidence, you know, that lack of confidence can breed a lack of confidence in the rest of the team, in the coaching staff. If your quarterback is not confident in themselves, your offensive coordinators, your coaches aren't going to be confident in that player because they know, they know better than the player probably knows that that person's not confident, that they're not going to make big risks because they're confident or because they're not going to make big risks because they are not confident is what I'm trying to say. Um, so that is, is, is super important to me. And the, then the confidence of the team um, and the confidence of the team in that MVP caliber player. You know, we have, another, we have two MVP caliber players in the Bills. We're very lucky to say that. We got Josh Allen, we got Stephon Diggs. And in any given year, I think that Stephon Diggs could be a wide receiver to win the MVP. You know, he's got that swag factor to him. He's got, um, you know, an X factor, a confidence about him, an air to him that is like, I'm better than you, and I'm going to show you that I'm better than you every single play. And I think that's just so, so important to an MVP caliber player. So I'm going to move on to my last bullet point for this for this podcast or for, for my part of the podcast, then I'll get into the tweet bank. But we got to talk stats because that is, you know, that is kind of the, the bottom line of an MVP. Um, obviously personal stats have a lot to do with an MVP and to most casual fans, the MVP can really only be decided and chosen by the statistical leader. Um, but I believe it's way more than that. And that's why I had this whole conversation about, what creates an MVP, but stats obviously are the bottom line. Um, you can't have a guy throwing 25 touchdowns and 16 picks and 3,900 yards. Obviously, that's not an MVP. The, this, it would have to be a historically bad offensive year for that guy to win MVP, um, and that'll never happen, but it won't happen because stats matter, um, and you can be the best leader. You can be consistent you can be confident as hell uh your team can be really good but if you're not statistically producing you'll always be overlooked in the mvp race so that one's about as simple as it gets um but let's hop on over to the tweet bank so give me a second i'm gonna get over there take a quick break and i will be right back all righty so we're back let's hop in to the tweet bank so earlier on today i put out a tweet that said, what makes an MVP caliber player? The responses to that were first for my guy, Josh pay popularity. Um, that is absolutely a reason um, that kind of goes into the, the, the whole stats part of it. That is, is, is why people are popular. Um, most casual fans, most fans of the NFL are casual. I'd say, probably more than half of the people that watch the NFL are casual fans, people that aren't all over Twitter like I am um, and that don't entrench themselves in information about their team, um, that just watch the games and look at the stat sheets and look at those guys, those guys that are producing at a high level um, and the popular guys, you know, the Mahomes, the Rodgers, the Bradys of the league, uh, the guys that are popular. Um, so, you know, and I think that is kind of a reason why that why Josh Allen at first wasn't 
such a, you know, a, a top pick for everybody. Um, you know, Buffalo is a, is a small market team and um, small market teams don't have the popularity that the large markets do. Um, so that definitely works against Josh Allen. But now that the Bills have made some noise, they went to the AFC Championship game. They had a really good season last season. Um, Josh Allen will be popular. Uh, people will be looking at Josh Allen. People will be tuning into Bills games more than they ever have. So popularity is a huge part of it. And for Josh Allen's sake, I think that his popularity will rise um, more and more. So let's move on to Alex, uh, who said the media's choice with a laughing emoji. That's absolutely true. Um, when it all comes down to it, the people that put out all of the content about who the MVP might be has kind of the, the last laugh in all of this. Um, and that is obviously a huge part of it. Um, Art Vandelay says leadership and production. Just like I was saying, I said both those things. Leadership and production are huge parts of what makes an MVP an MVP. Um, so thank you, Art, for putting that in the tweet bank. Um, and lastly, Phil Bombs says Josh Allen, period, with the Josh Allen gif of him doing the guitar windmill. Uh, an electric gif, one of the best. But I love that response. Yes, Josh Allen is an MVP caliber player. He can absolutely win one, two, three four, five, six, seven MVPs. He can win them all. Um, he's the type of guy to do it. He's confident. He produces. He make, He puts up the stats to, to back up being an MVP. So I love that response. Um, and if any guy can do it, Josh Allen can do it. So thank you to anybody that responded. Oh, yeah, I got one more because it's a quote tweet. I didn't see it. My guy, Justice General, he says media bias, and yes, we discussed that. Media has a lot to do with who the MVP is. Um, they choose, basically, and the casual fans and the people, like I said, that don't engulf themselves in all this information and watching all these games and watching the tape, all that the casual fan doesn't know so that they then you know watch the media. They have a lot of bias, um, and that will produce a lot of people's thoughts on who should be the MVP. So thank you to everybody that hopped in the tweet bank, that tweeted at me um, and responded to that. Um, and, you know, all great responses. Some of it overlapped with what I said. Um, and it is, you know, when it boils down to it, it's popularity, it's media, it's stats. And, you know, sometimes you kind of wish that a different guy got it. But like I said earlier, I was going to say who I think should have won the MVP. And I think they got it right. Um, I think that Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers had a great season, um, and you can't you can't take that away from him. He balled like crazy, um, and so did Josh Allen. Uh, Patrick Mahomes had a solid year too. So I think that the top three was correct. I think that it was in the right order. I think that Josh Allen probably should have got a little more votes. Um, I think he only got like two votes. Um, he should have got like ten times that, in my opinion. Uh, it should have been a way closer race, but media popularity. Um, and the fact that Aaron Rodgers is established in this league, everyone knows who Aaron Rodgers is. You could go up to someone who doesn't even watch the NFL and they would know who Aaron Rodgers is. So that's going to do it for me. That is going to do it for episode 20 of the All Day Buffalo podcast. I am so glad you guys listened. Thank you for listening. Um, I hope you guys enjoy this beautiful outro that my guy Vince did. Um, so yeah. Happy 716 day, and as always, 
Go Bills. See you later, y'all. The information in here is worth millions. This has been All Day Buffalo with your host, Eli Fox. Every Saturday, only on the Built in Buffalo Podcast Network. Sliding grab for the touchdown.